Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello one and all, and welcome to Behind the Glass. I'm your host, Sam, from the YouTube channel Seen Through Glass. And I'm Tony from Gravelwood Car Sales. Yes, you are. Uh, each week we get together, we talk about cars, motorsport, F1... Car, what else? Cars? Cars? We cars, cars, cars. We? <laughs> <laughs> you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can watch us on youtube.com forward slash behind the glass. Don't forget to subscribe and turn on notifications. And Tony, if people want to support this podcast, what should they do? Watch it. No. <laughs> <laughs> but also head to Patreon. You can support us on patreon.com forward slash behind the glass. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the episode. I obviously saw you like two days ago. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Hi. Uh, <laughs> Done, done anything interesting in the last two days? No, a bit of work. <laughs> what, what, I mean, did you sell a car? Did you buy a car? I've sold, I've sold, I've, I've sold a lot. I've been busy this month. Sold oh, a lot of cars. Okay. Anything, yeah. anything gone since Sunday? We did the live event at Gravelwood. Uh, did that stunning stock flown out the door? Uh, yeah. A um, couple of M4s. Oh, hello. The white one and the blue one. Okay. Um, new yeah, shape or more. old shape, those? One new, one old shape. Oh, nice. Um, Popular those. Oh, huh? so if we sold a Velar, oh, sold a Velar, sold a couple of little cheapy part exchangey bits, you know, like fifteen granders, that sort of stuff. Not stuff that I bought, just stuff that we took in part exchange. Um, yeah, a few, mate, five or you're, six this you're week. Churning, not, churning through stuff. Not, I don't think that was from the podcast, but um, which is a shame because <laughs> well, you I tried, thought, you tried hard. <laughs> I did try, yeah, and I, obviously, I've got to try. And um, I thought that I might have at least someone say, oh, Tony, what do you think about this? And, oh, perhaps I want to have a, that's a nice car. Perhaps we'll have a bit of a deal. But no one. No one. So next time, don't come if you're not going to buy a car. <laughs> you're not invited unless no, you're purchasing something. Yeah. I mean, it's quite, a good, it's quite a good rule to have, I'll of be honest. I mean, good for you. Yeah. Intense rule, I think, to have. Oh, but okay. um, I'm hoping our future venues don't implement the same rule. We're off to Alexander's Prestige next. They've got some nice cars. Yeah, very nice yeah. cars. Uh, Podium in September, then back to Duke of London in October. So yeah, if they all start saying, you've got to buy a car to attend, <laughs> I think we might get a slightly smaller audience. <laughs> like um, no one. Like no one. <laughs> Uh, well, okay, so you've been busy selling cars. Oh. I've been busy driving them. Well, what have you been driving? Well, so obviously at the live event, I had the winged 992 GT3. With a proper gearbox in. With a PDK gearbox. Yeah. Um, I then went out and filmed in the middle of the heat wave, uh, the PDK car back to back with a manual car. Tell me. Oh. Tell me everything. Well, thank God, because I, and I said this in the video that would have gone live by the time this episode goes out. Um, 
I was genuinely a little bit nervous having spent a few days with the PDK GT3. Mm-hmm. I just, I wasn't having that same guttural reaction that I want or I need from cars or I have had from the 992 GT3. You know me, if I like something, I'm giddy, I'm ridiculous. No, of course. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. And I was driving around in this PDK GT3. And then ended like, up not buying it at all. Well, yeah. <laughs> good point. Um, but yeah, I was driving around in this car being like, oh, like, uh, it's really good. Like, I really like it, but I'm just not getting the, f- the fizz. The fizz. And then Vicky was just miserable in it. Twiggy was furious in it. And I was going, oh my God. What have I done? What have I done? And then I took it out to do some driving. And I had a proper go on some B-roads. And I thought, oh, actually, you know what? On your own? On my own. Right. On my own. It's coming together. It's making a bit more sense. But still, still not like... Mm. So I went to Porsche UK, swapped it for a manual car, which also happened to be a touring specification. Yeah. For my first time driving a 992 touring. Now, we're going to come back to this in two seconds, but on paper, identical cars, the wing car and the touring car, supposedly identical, except one has a fixed wing, one has an, a, what's it called? A deployable wing? Active, active, active. spoiler. So off I go. With, mate, within 500 meters, I knew that I'd made the right choice picking manual because that's what I've done. I knew, I knew, I knew within five, literally pulling out of the car park, I was like, oh yes, this is the gearbox. You've done the right thing. Done the right thing. Yeah, yeah. Which is the most important thing, by the way. Oh my God. And then half an hour down the road, I was like, oh, it's all coming together. And I got the fears. I got the buzz. I had this inherent excitement that I couldn't explain. I was like, this is the car that I wanted to buy. This is the car that I've been chasing to purchase for the the last year or so. Well, no, the manual gearbox, the manual GT3. Right, okay. But, and I said this at the end of the video, I drove those cars back to back within an hour on the exact same road in the exact same conditions. The touring is definitely softer. Okay. I called you immediately. You to did discuss call this. me immediately, did you? It's only a it's it's teeny. It's yeah. a, it's it's if you didn't do that, if you didn't drive them back to back, I don't think you'd be able to tell. It's not that significant, but it's enough yeah. to be like the touring is just a nicer road car as you would expect it to be. Mm. But according to Porsche, it's exactly the same. So how, Tony? <laughs> Why? What is this wizardry? Is it all psychological? Like Well, they're not then they're, they're not exactly the same because one's got a manual gearbox and one's got a PDK. I know what you're saying in terms of wing and no wing. When we were speaking yesterday. I think we both kind of come to the conclusion that they probably do have to back the touring car off a bit in terms of the way it rides because it, it hasn't got a wing and it is different. It, you know, they I know what they're saying, but would it be like unbearable if it if it was as jump because it's touring means you can tour in it a, G, a GT3 with a wing and especially a PDK, even non-PDK. But this was a club sport car, so full cage, etc. Correct. I mean, the ca- the cage will will definitely help with um, firming things up, being rigid, rigid. Yeah, rigid. yeah. There you go, yeah. So, rigidity is that is Rigi- that a word? Rigidity. Yeah, not rigidity. That- rigidity. Right. I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> so right. Up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I won't be able to edit or nothing. There is a <laughs> a sort of a runoff podcast or series that we could do, which is like. English lessons with Tony. Yeah. There's something in <laughs> that. Could, There's yeah. something in that. Yeah, we could. A, yeah. a is for have a laugh. Yeah. Have, have a laugh, yeah. Ruby. 
You know what Ruby is? No. Ruby Murray? <laughs> You've lost me completely. Curry? No? <laughs> no, but now you're doing Cockney slang. Yeah, but you don't, you I'm don't get that. talking about mispronunciation. Well, that is mispronunciation. Like Pacific instead of specific. Specific. That's not Cockney slang. You're not going, ah, oh, yeah, Pacific. You just I, don't know the I word. I bet your mum and dad are so proud <laughs> of you that They're you can not, talk though. normally. No, because you're the only person that I get to do this with. Most of the time, my friends are going, Sam, you are a, I can't say the word because I don't think we're allowed to in 2022, but you are not all there in the brain. No. I'm awful. I don't know. I, I mess up my words all the time on pronunciation. So, But not I with just, me. It's, and the only reason I pick you up on it is because people do it to me all the time. So I finally have the chance. Like, mate, sorry, can I just stop you? No, Tony. It's not having a laugh. It's having, having a laugh. laugh. You've actually found someone more stupid than yeah, you, you mean. Basically. <laughs> yeah. If Paul was here, we'd both be cleverer than him. Um, anyway, so yes, I, to go back to our point, rigidity. Yes. The thing is, I agree with you. The touring should be, theoretically, the softer car. But yeah, they claim it is not. Now, I heard a podcast, Spikes Car Radio, Johnny Lieberman, big US journalist, talk about that he believed, or he had discussed with some engineers, that because the active rear wing is a little bit heavier than the fixed rear wing, they do slightly alter the dampers to account for that. Accommodate. Accommodate that increased weight. But Porsche UK say no. We do not. And I've had an amazing article on Piston Heads with a journalist who I actually met uh, out when I was doing the... Was it the Chiron Drive? I think it was the Chiron Drive. Anyway... Uh, and he got Porsche UK to say, no, it's identical. everything is identical. Everything is identical except the tyres. Ah, really? Now, PSI? Nope. The, at least these two cars, you, can, you spoke about this when I was talking about my spec. Uh, at least these two cars, the winged car that I was driving was in Michelin Cup 2s. Cup 2s, yeah. The Touring Pirelli P0s. Courses. P0, yeah, P0 P0 courses. courses? Yeah. For sure? For sure. Okay. They have apparently a larger and softer sidewall. Oh. And just more tolerances. In That's terms the difference? Of, apparently. That's uh, what it came down to. Which would actually, if you're a bit of a tyre man, this would actually make sense because what happens with the Pirelli is it gets hotter quicker but goes off quicker. Whereas the Michelin will get hot and stay at the optimum temperature, which is why it um, keeps its stickiness. Oh. So, no matter what, and I've I've already asked Porsche Guildford, whatever tyres my car comes on, if it's not on the Pirellis, Pirellis are going straight on. I mean, I would have probably done that anyway because of my relationship with Pirelli, but that is 100 million percent happening. And that is interesting because I would 100% be the other way around. Of course I'd, you would. I'd want the Michelins, so the, for sure. The Piston Heads article is fascinating. He didn't drive the two cars back to back, but he talks about the fact that the Cup 2s do the tram lining, are very switched on at the front, are yeah. a bit nervous, whilst in the, the Pirelli shod car, it's all just a lot Karma. I mean, I say a lot. These are very small little changes. But, but you drive them back to back, you know. Yes. Right. And I would love to hear any of you out there that maybe have got winged or club sport cars, 992 generation GT3s, if you've got Pirellis on or if you did the change and if you've found this as well. Because that is the only difference and only explanation that Porsche will give. And there, and there is a difference, by the way. I know we're splitting airs, but there is a difference between them two tyres. Yeah. For sure, because I've had both them tyres on on different cars. So Even at the same time. It, oh, really? Yeah, okay. my Perfawanti had P0 Coursers yeah. and the GT3 RS had 
Cup twos. Okay, so and you can really it, see the difference in the tyre. Only only because of the, the the way it drove when the tyres got hot. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as I say, it'd be fascinating to find out because, yeah, as much as we might suspect and as much as I claim there was some wizardry going on, <laughs> that, that, according to Porsche, is the only official difference and their explanation as to why it may feel a little bit softer. Not, not matter. It's still a firm car, but anyway. So Can we talk me. about Lamborghini for a little minute? Sure, of course. Um... You, we all know that I'm probably going to change my car, mm-hmm. and and um, perhaps we'll we'll uh, get some suggestions at some point. Not now, but at some point that'll be an episode. One season one, six. Yeah, one, <laughs> once I get it, I'm not going to tell you what I've got, by the way. But you can give me some suggestions. I mean, and in <laughs> and in the, pointless exercise. In the, no, no, it's not because no, yeah, sure. it helps. And in the running for for is an STO. Yeah, it's in the running, right? Because it. it all. It'll be perfect for a trip car, right? So anyway, I've done uh, recently. Obviously, I've took your advice on what it drives like because I listened to you driving you. wise, and um, I've done some more digging and I watched the Evo. Okay, uh, review on it sure. and Anglesey. Nice. Well, not nice. Oh, really? Put me off. Oh, what were they saying? Like, like. Um, first but- of all, you were saying about. I don't really care how fast this is round here. It's not really about lap times. Well, hold on a minute. What's it it's about? exactly what it's <laughs> yeah. about. It's not about anything else. What's it about? So he entered into the video saying it's basically a, a, a GT3 car with number plates and and um, or, or it's the Trofeo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it, it's that yeah, yeah, road yeah, that, car claiming, yeah. And then says halfway through the video, but actually lap time doesn't actually really matter because it's about the engine and blah, 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 blah. So when he's done, finally done the lap, tyres would have been a bit of a thing because it was on Bridgestones, yeah. oddly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is uh, that common? That's totally common. And actually, I asked the question of Lamborghini. They, they've sent me a note somewhere. Why are they all on Bridgestones? Uh, it, it, it's a specially developed compound for that car. Um, but it's their, but it's, their, it's their racy Bridgestone tyre, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Which they're not renowned for. It's normally Michelin or Pirelli, right? No, but for some reason for that car... They've gone Bridgestone. They've gone Bridgestone, and especially developed one. So give me two seconds. I'm going to tell Weird. you because I I literally was like, has there been an error? Yeah, <laughs> well, that's what I, I thought. Like, well, I said, what, 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 are, what are these? What is that? Their wet tire or something? Yeah, yeah. Literally, <laughs> this, this makes no sense. Um, where's the message? Um, As you can see, we're very prepared. It's always, man. <laughs> always. And we do this every week. Laptop, quickly, quickly, phone. Oh god, and now I can't find it. He's flapping. Email. Yeah. But, it, uh, but they are Bridgestone. They are Bridgestone, but there's another option, which is what I'm trying to... Oh, what, a stickier option? No. Oh, no. Disaster. Hold on. You keep talking. No, I'm trying to. I just can't... I just cannot understand. It is the Bridgestone the the, the, the stickiest tyre they do? I mean, that's a... Uh, two options. Two I... Bridgestone options. Sport and race for full-on track performance. So two Bridgestone tyres. That's it? Yeah, special compounds for that car. That, with Bridgestone. that, that... Is amazing because mm-hmm. in in general, uh, they're Pirelli. Well, yeah, most I mean Lambos throughout, but also most will know. We, well, this is becoming a tire episode, isn't it? Most super high end supercars are Michelin or Pirelli or Pirelli. Yeah, and the Italians or you know most normal Ferraris are Pirelli as well. Apart from the track version cars, they've got Michelins on them. So. Bizarre. Bizarre. So, was he slagging off the tires? Well, he just said they weren't as good as the. They weren't as sticky as a. Cup two or a cup R or you know who the, was that? Do you remember which journalist it was? Um, no, he's a, okay. a renowned one. Sure, sure. You sure, know, sure. He, he's one of the one of the ones that we always. But one say. that you tend to agree with his opinions on. 
I don't tend to agree with a lot of anything they any of them are saying. I respect I respect what they do, yeah, and yeah. I, I don't always listen to them mate, because well, we I have, have different, different views. Yeah, uh, yeah, we have different views. Things, yeah, and not they don't always corrugate cor- corrugate correlate correlate <laughs> <laughs> correlate with when I actually drive them. Colgate. Actually think, yeah, Colgate. That's toothpaste. I understand that one. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, sure, let me get back sorry, to this sorry, car. Sorry, Flipping hell. Talking about toothpaste. Um, the the tyres, right? So that instantly put me off, right? Sure. And then and then he said about the being cup twos or not the Pirelli and they're not sticky. And then he goes and do this, does this like lap time, which is what the car's all about, which was like completely irrelevant. I mean, it just wasn't it's that dead. fast. Just dead. Yeah, and, and that's where you think like, well, what's the point in that car? Like... In a straight line, it's not all about straight line speed, but in a straight line, it's the slowest out of all the track version cars. And actually, round a track's not that fast either because it's not got all the right... So what's the point of it? So I've probably gone off it now. Oh, well, I think that's the fundamental question with that car and the question I tried to answer or at least address in my video because it is simply that. It's, it's not a homologation special because they didn't need to homologate it. No. So, so the name is pointless. You can't enter it into a race series. You can't really track it because it gets kicked off most track days. All tracks. And as, you, as apparently Evo have proved, and even though I haven't seen that video, it's not actually that quick around track, then it's way too hardcore for the road. And actually, you say it'd be perfect for a trip. It's got no boot. It's got crap living space. So, you know, you're going to have all your stuff in the passenger seat with you, which is going to fly all over the place when you start cracking on. So just give you an idea about our st- slow or fast it was around the coastal circus circuit at Anglesey which is like a one minute ten it was two seconds slower than the pista wow yeah that is bad I mean that is a lot mate here we go I'm just bringing up the Evo lap board to see what else it was kind of behind Um, more a lot yeah and of course I'm just yeah Hurricane STO 112.7 it's basically a tenth quicker than a 488 GTB. Oh, but it's a tenth quicker than the 992 GT3, mate. Yeah, but but th- that that would compete with a GT2. Fair. Uh, yeah, uh, it would, mate. Well, no, but not because of the engine. It's a naturally aspirated engine, isn't it? Well, That's what you've got to think. Yeah, but it's 600 or not 500. So uh, where's the GT3 RS then? Uh, it's a second and a half quicker. Than a 3 RS? It's the 991.2. is a second and a half quicker than the STO. Right. Um, 600 LT is quicker than the ST. That's what I'm saying. It's just really not like for a track car. Yeah, it's no, just really not that fast. I'm, I'm not trying to defend it. I'm, no, sort, no, of, no. I'm sort of with you. I'm just kind of analysing as we go. But and when I mean, you like, when you when you when you look at all the competitors, like, and then you you take boot space into consideration, which you need on a trip. Yeah, but hold on a sec. I'm gonna. I am not gonna defend it because who cares? Like, like. I, my, for me, the reason I like that car was emotion. That's what you said. Yeah, it's yeah. emotion. Yeah. It's so, it's what Lamborghini are continuing to do, what all the other manufacturers yeah. don't. And I get So, that. it's a true old school supercar and it's not really good at anything, which is why it's great. Yeah. Just, I mean, like, there's no one thing which it's fantastic true. at. True. So, it's just this ridiculous creation. Yeah. And therefore, as a thing to bring a smile to your face and enjoy, I think it is a thing and I yeah. still want you to go and test drive one. Yeah. You, but what is it? That's what I'm saying. What is the car? It's what? a joke. It's a toy. It's it's Lambo going, we can do it, so why wouldn't we? But we haven't done it very well because no, it's not but, good at anything. But, but, <laughs> but, but maybe that's the point. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's yeah. not supposed to be good at anything. Yeah, okay. They're not sitting there going, we've got the Omega, Nürburgring, laptop. My accents are all over the place. But it the did minute. beat the Nürburgring. 
for a, for for a while, minute. Uh, for a minute. Yeah. For half a second. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, Until so, the Black Series smashed it. So, you know, it, it's sort of like, it's, it's not really anything, but therefore it's just a thing. Yeah, okay. And I do think for a trip, if you're trucking it there, as you will, you're going to drive it up and down great mountain passes for three or four days and then truck it back and sell it. Well, try and sell it. Try and sell it. Because the same one's on the market. Yeah, bloody hell. Yeah. I, I, go and drive one. Go and drive one. Because as you say, you can't always listen to what the journalists say because no. our opinions will differ. They're very good at describing the car, but when it comes down to actual opinions, you're not always going to agree with everyone about every car. And what car. you want out of a car because everyone's got that different... I'm very like specific well done mate. Yes. Yeah. in in what, what i want, want yeah what really what really made my ears perk up though about that car because you mentioned the same as you about the brakes mm. you said the brakes are mm-hmm. incredible but then if the brakes are incredible why is it so slow round a round a coastal circuit angle because it's got no guts it's it's what 620 horsepower 640 640 naturally aspirated but v10 not the race cars have any guts they just have no, loads but, of grip and good brakes but torque and power delivery in a pista is a joke yeah so. and a 765 and a 765 and all yeah. that kind of stuff yeah. um you just made me think of something though oh what were you just saying about <sighs> i know uh, uh, a journalist i was saying jethro bovenden still my, my guy yeah everything he says i'm like yep i want that car. Uh, i i actually like um Sutcliffe. i know you really oh, like Sutcliffe. yeah and and actually chris harris to me yeah i, like I agree chris with says. i agree with most of chris's opinions yeah. i think like we have we i feel like we've got similar cutties but sometimes every now and again he likes something that i don't and well when i don't agree with it he goes in he doesn't like me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i do agree with most of it but there's some things you're right i don't agree with him and he goes in on me i think oh no maybe i was gonna say maybe you and chris are sim- more similar than you both realise, but I disagree because I don't think anyone is similar to you, no, Tony. Not a one-off. Um, but yeah, for, for me, that's my go-to. If there's a line, like if there's a, it's it, Catchpole, Harris and Bovington are the three that I'll always want to watch immediately. Okay. But Bovington, Harris, Catchpole is my order of agreeing on opinion. Like, okay, fun. That's the fun. Um, anyway, I'm bringing up my phone because uh, we thought we'd do a bit of a Q&A today. Oh. I'm, actually, I'm actually off on a road trip, hence why we're recording this straight after our Behind the Glass Live. So this is actually recorded a week before you're listening to it. Because uh, yeah, I'm off on an adventure in the F-Type, which I'm actually very excited for. Um, and so I'm not around next week, so I thought we would sit down. In your new one? In the new one, in the brown one. Yeah. Oh. I'm gonna, mate, do you know, the thing I'm most excited about is not only doing a big, big trip in that car, I'm going to the mountains. I haven't been to the mountains for time, mate. You're going to the Alps? I'm going to the Alps. Oh, yeah. I don't, because I, I went with the Swiss. 911 Carrera at the beginning of the year. I don't think I've done we any done, mountain we passes up. for a while. Well, we've done some last year. That, but I think that's October. it. October. I think that's it. October last year. Mm, not in Tenerife so, yeah. when you went. Yeah, but I don't know. I would call that like Mount. Like I mean, Alps. I, I mean, Al- Alps Mountain. But it's nothing. I was like them anyway. So I'm very excited. So uh, anyway, so we're doing that today. So yes, we asked uh, a load of you to submit some questions, Instagram, YouTube, etc. We just thought we'd dive in. So I've screenshot a few, but then at some point we're going to have to jump on the computer and just scroll. So okay, wish me luck because I've forgotten which ones I wanted to ask you. There we go. Um, well planned. We'll start off with Christoph Sutcliffe, and I'm not going to be able to pronounce every single username because. Social media. Is it all right to say their names? I'm assuming so. Oh. I don't think they're revealing anything about themselves. Okay. As I'm just not going to be able to pronounce them all. If it used to be his Halo car, why hasn't Tony bought a GT2 RS yet? Well, good question. And I and I honestly nearly bought one last year when I when I was replacing one of my other cars. I was that close to buying them. But 
when you when you look at the price of them, I'm going to pull you up on this so much. Keep going. No, no, no. Keep and you going. look at when you look at when you look at funding, right? It worked out. So take the Pista as an example. It worked out fifteen hundred pound a month more than the Pista. And without being disrespectful to Porsche, because I love Porsche as a brand, as I do Ferrari, driving around in a Ferrari is not driving around in a Porsche is not driving around in a Ferrari. So you you know you'd like to drive around probably in a Ferrari more than you would a Porsche. Now that was the main reason. And secondly, because of my job and because of what I do for a living, I I know they're not really losing loads of money, but I still can't get over the fact that I've got to give a hundred grand over list for it and it's four or five years old. In my head, it just doesn't sit right with me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but this is what I'm going to come at you on because I think you do that or you would do that for Ferrari any day of the week. It, for some reason with that 2RS, you've said from day one, oh, it's overpriced. It's overpriced, it's overpriced, it's overpriced. Not a list, it's not. No, no, sorry. On the used market Fair. right now. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, has it come down? Has the price of that car on the used market moved at all in the last two or three years? Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Y- yes, it has. But sort of, it, give me some figures. So I, I, can, I can give you an example, mate, because I nearly bought a red car out of... Porsche with hardly no miles on it right before COVID. I was so close to doing it at bang on 300 grand. 300 grand, low bang mileage on. car no, pre-COVID. No, hardly no mileage, pre-COVID. Okay. Okay. And the only reason why I didn't do it was because COVID was coming. Sure. And I thought, well, I don't know what's going to happen here, so I didn't buy it. And then, obviously, we know what happened after that. And now, like a 5,000 mile Two RS now is probably three fifty, three sixty. So they've gone up. Well, they have gone up. But yeah. what I'm trying to say to you is, no, no, no. <laughs> Everything's gone up. Everything went up. Mate. Sure. You know, hindsight. So a what's a low? Thing. What's a low mileage two RS? Four hundred grand. Yeah, but my car wouldn't have low mileage. My car would have seven thousand no, miles no. on it now. Fine, but my I'd still be all right. My point being that yeah, the cars have gone up, but I missed the boat. But was, that's another thing as well. I, mean, I, I should have bought that car, but I didn't buy that car because, you you, you know, hindsight's a wonderful thing. We, mm-hmm. we all thought, you know, especially when we went into lockdown, we didn't even know if we was going to have a business there. No, 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 and I'm, it was completely I'm, irresponsible of me to go out and spend 300 grand on a car. Definitely not having a go at you there, but you have since spent three times that on multiple cars over I the have. last 18 months. Yeah. And I think... The 2RS, you always seem to come back to this point of the money, the blah, 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 blah. But you have made and you have considered far more ludicrous amounts of money for cars within that same time period. And in my mind, especially now your mentality of basically buy car for trip, sell car, yeah. rather than having one car for a considerable amount of time. So yeah. you're probably going to own cars three to nine months realistically. Yeah, yeah. Surely the 2RS... At the moment, if you found one with a few miles on anyway, you could take on a trip, put a couple of thousand miles on and then probably get out relatively safe yeah. if you're looking to do it within a three to nine month yeah. window. And it, and it is a, it still is a consideration, that car for me. It still is on my list, you know, like, like, um, like the STO and SF90 is another one as well. Um, so it is still on, it is still on my list, but I don't know, mate, I, I, <laughs> It's the it's really odd, and it's because of my job. It's the big overs that they are yeah. that sort of like making me think. Mm. And that's only because of my job. If I was yeah. a normal punter, I probably would have bought one. 
How much were Pista's list? Uh, oh, depends, mate. Anything? No, no, no. Uh, starting <clears throat> price. Non-spec. 260. 260. Okay, fine. Because someone was asking me at the live show, they'd go yeah. up, so how much are these cars? 260-odd Two, plus options. So, so they're kind of... Uh, they're not really trading overs at the moment, pieces, are they? Or um, they some of them are. The, so the, some of them the, 20... convert, the convertible's 70 over. Oh, really? Still? Yeah. Okay. But Which that's why I sold my one. That's stomachable for you, is it? No, because I didn't pay 70 over for it. No, okay, but, but, but paying overs for a pista is? Or are you paying list for e- for pistas? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I've never paid over for a pista. Okay, so you've always paid list? Around. Okay. Around. Listen, okay. if something's if something's 10 or 15 over, you know, you, you feel a bit more comfortable. When they're 80 or 90 over... It's harder it, to stomach. It's like it's like a GT3, like your yeah. GT3 you've yeah, got coming. Yeah, they're 80 sure. or 90 grand over, no chance. Yeah, no it's thanks. too much. Yeah. Okay. Um, so moving on, um, K underscore where ouch nine. I'm going to give that a go. Uh, Sam, why does your wife not travel with you more often? She's got a job. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's got a job. Yeah. She's not sitting around twiddling her thumbs and alive. Uh, yeah. Uh, obviously she came and drive the world with me. She actually took a year out of work for that. Did do some remote work still. Um, but that's why she was on drive the world. With me. Well, it she- was her job then, right? What was, do you that, mean? was that her job, Drive the World? No, no, not at all. She just started coming at a nice time. Well, she, she did assist on Drive the World. Of she did assist me, but that wasn't her job. She Fair. Took a year and she was she took a year as a freelancer, so she was still doing stuff remotely for her old job, and then I guess freelancing with me here and there as well in a few bits. But, Lovely. Um, yeah, she's back in full time employment. So yeah. you know, if you're if you have a job, you know you can't just willy nilly join me on trips left, right, and centre. So that's why. I try to do trips during the week now rather than over the weekend so that I can get back at the weekend. Spend some time with us. Exactly. Uh, you, uh, have you ever taken, do you take partners with you ever on your I trips? Have. You, you have, but Mo- you tend to go by yourself more. Mo- mostly lads, mate. Yeah. You know, but, but we have. Whatever you're into, mate. It's 2022. I don't judge. No, no, no. But, but it's, it's the, the, a lot of my friends go away to get away from their wives. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have heard. And you're after meeting a couple of them, you see why. Uh, that's harsh. Um, <laughs> Jacob G. Brown, what's your overall opinion, and I think he means now, uh, on the standard 458? Overhyped. Too much money. Old car. No good. Well, okay. Again, going to come at you for a second. <laughs> Overhyped, I'm so with you. Yeah. Values of 458 at the minute are ridiculous. Yeah. And, and I do think misplaced, and as we've said a few times before on this podcast, especially compared to 488. Yeah. But to go, oh, old car, useless. You owned about 10 of them, mate. And forever, well, they, were they were a fantastic car. Yeah. And they were, as we've said before, miles above anything else. And yes, now, comparatively, they are not as good as new things, but that's because they're old, mate. That's right. So, so you can't say, old oh, piece of crap does nothing, a load of Because it is still the car that you loved for a long time. Just newer things have come out. Loved. Yeah, yeah. Not now. But you can't suddenly say now it's crap. Just because okay. it's old. Mate, it's not crap. Yeah. It's just not the latest thing. But it, but it is crap to me. It's not got worse. Well, it has because things have moved on and that stayed no, the same. No, no, so it's got worse. No, yeah. It can't have improved. <laughs> it was the finished product. Yeah. Well, the Speciali was apparently and I, 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 that's another car. That's, why I, that, that's everyone's I holy grail. It's what. Bear. It's what everyone goes back to. And even yesterday in that Evo clip that I saw with the STO, he said, it's comparison to the Speciali. And that put me off as well, because I thought, flipping off, it's like the Speciali. No chance, thank you. No way, I'm not driving that again. It's just, that car, honestly, is another really 
in fact, I'll give you a bit of consumer advice. Oh, here we go. Don't waste your money oh, spending 350, 400 grand on a speciali. Spend 150 on a normal car and keep the 200 grand. Because, yeah, they are different, but it's not night and day. I disagree. <laughs> 200 grand. 200,000 pound. Yes. Because, as we've seen time and time again. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Again, your money will be safer in a speciality than a 458. No, not now. No chance. Yeah. Not what? what you think that speciality is going to come off and 458 Italians are going to go up? Uh, four five eight Italians will definitely stay where they are, for sure. But but how much more? The problem is with specialities that people are buying these cars and they just leave them on speculating that they're going to keep going up. And they're going to be half a million quid or six hundred grand. Will. No, no, well, not anytime soon. I think so. next five years. Yeah, speciality. Five. Yeah. Speciality five hundred grand in five years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just made money. How much, <laughs> I just made money. How much your purses these days? 600, 700, aren't they? Mm, yeah. Yeah, you're screwed, six, 600 you're, grand? You are losing that bet. What, the, so um, so what, what, are the, what are they going to be? 750 million quid? 750, yeah. A easy. When? Five years. Five years, a purse will be 750 and a speciality will be well, 500. Well, that, that's more than likely than a speciality being 500. Okay. Well, we're getting to the nitty gritty, but 458 Italia, standard coach, what this question was about. <laughs> Still a great car, but it's not worth the money that's being asked for them or that they're tr- supposedly trading at. And especially is. Yeah, especially... Oh, mate. No, 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 mate. We're talking about... The question was about the 458 Italia. I know. Let's just talk about that for a second because we're going to be on this point forever. Right. So the 458 Italia is not worth the money that's trading at at the moment. Right. But... especially is. It's still a good car. Yes, the Speciali is. Right. Uh, 200 grand more. <laughs> yes. Just because it's got Speciali by it instead of Italia. Yes. Right. <laughs> Chris Holland, nutty for cars. Could you and the YouTubers pull together a joined up road trip again? Tim, James and QB. Who's QB? No idea. Who's QB? It's your world. I know. Who's QB? (laughs) Anyway. uh, Well, then what uh, if they all liked each other? (laughs) (laughs) Tony just trying to stand apart. (laughs) 
I would love to say yes, and I've said this so many times in the show before, it's just not going to happen because yeah. everyone is just too busy with their own lives. Um, you know, I think... Well, we did the trip with Paul then last year. That was hard enough. Just us three getting a date. Well, in the it was. Diary. He didn't want to be there. Well, he didn't want to be there because he hates <laughs> driving. But as you will, what as you will know, if you watch any YouTube, myself, Shmi, JWW, Seb Delaney, Archie Hamilton, TG, like everyone is so busy with their own lives, trying to corral us all into the same place at the same time, and then and this is the harder part nowadays, working out a trip where everyone can get their own content and their own angle when there's three, four, five, six of us in the same place at the same time with the same cars. It's just not a thing. Everyone's yeah. too business-minded. Yeah. Those were the glory days, the days that I loved. And I would love to do it again, even just for, for the fun and not make videos, just to go and do it as a blast. Yeah. I would do that hands down. But convincing other YouTubers um, to do it, it's, it's, just not, it's not clever business at the moment, unfortunately. Um, whilst I think a lot of people like the idea of it, seeing a week's worth it's like gumball gone crazy it's just too much content for yeah. the same thing so uh, unfortunately i don't think it will happen but hopefully in smaller smaller variations it can or it will um so where was this one ah okay um this is kind of goes back to something that you said a moment ago uh asharab but uh, do you still feel excited about any cars that are coming out since you're always around insane cars? And yeah, it goes to your stupid point a moment ago. <laughs> oh, before, it's crap now. It's crap. I've moved on. There's new stuff. It's crap. Which is ridiculous. But that also happens to us. I think with the modern things, with new, with brand yeah, new yeah. stuff, we are overexposed. Yeah. And we say it a lot. And I think any opinions that we share on this podcast, you've got to take with a pinch of salt because we're around so much new stuff. Yeah. I, I'm getting uh, things whispered in my ear, left, right and centre by manufacturers and experts and opinions being shared directly with me, which I'm then sometimes regurgitating, or I'll be honest, sometimes I take on board a bit too too much. Tony's at the other end of the scale, we're seeing the brutal truth of it, of customers and everyday experiences. So yeah, the, sh the shine, the sheen has gone. And it's very rare that a new car comes around that we're genuinely excited about. 296. 296, really? Yeah. See, I disagree. You're not excited about that car? No, well, no, and I've driven it. I think you it's great. You loved it. I think it's fantastic. I'm not excited by it. Would I have one? No. 992 GT3 RS? Yeah. Uh, no. Three RS, no. GT3, yeah. What RS, I couldn't care less man. about the RS. That wing is just pointless. And why are you going to drive an RS on the road? I don't go on track. So what's the, like, what's the point? The Sport Classic, I'm all over. <laughs> I was looking at this. Do you know it's two, over 200 grand lit? Oh, yeah. Plus options. Will be, yeah. I can believe that. Yeah. What a joke. Well, kind of there you go. One. Welcome to Porsche. Well, I half wanted one. I was like, oh, no. Half wanted yeah. one. Well, you I watched the reviews and everyone's like, oh, it's basically just a GTS. <laughs> Did you see the reviews that came is out it, this is it, is it GTS? I only watched half of the Smoking Tire video. Well, a turbo engine in it. No, but it's not. It's super dulled uh, down. Oh. It, it's basically a GTS plus. Cause, mate, the GTS has a turbo engine, doesn't it? Yeah, but a three litre. It's literally a fettle. It's somewhere in between. Oh. Because uh, the 0 to 60 is like four point something seconds. Yeah, because a manual. Because a manual, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or 3.7. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's like, as I say, I should watch the whole piece before. <laughs> this is look, you do cla realize, classic me. You do uh, realise 3.7 seconds for a car is stupidly fast. It's oh, just, all right. I thought the 4.8 was a load of crap. What's that time? No, what, yeah, hold no, on a sec, car. mate. Hold on a sec, mate. The car. Yeah, yeah. but 3.7, 3. for the normal consumer exactly 3.7 seconds is ridiculous let me finish my sentence for the normal before consumer, you jump on my back is very good yeah yeah but, but yeah. I'm, I'm just saying yeah. me as i've owned one by the oh, way where's your speciality exactly thank you very much 
<laughs> Done him. Um, for the normal consumer, three point seven seconds is incredible. That was. Yeah. We are. We are you. We are, well, you lost my train of thought. We are used to cars being late twos, so you can't go. It's not that fast. Three point seven. It's nearly as quick as your GT three. Yes, no, comparatively, I mean. Comparatively. Uh, uh, of all the people on this bench to start talking about <laughs> relevance, I don't, I don't think you're necessarily... Start the bench, not parliament. You, you start <laughs> jumping in saying, oh, I'm like, mate, you're all over the place. Um, but yeah, as I said, I need to go back and watch the full bit of content because I was generally intrigued by it. But it is a... The, the initial argument from Smoking Tire, I think, was it sort of sits between Turbo and GTS and and is it that special I don't know I think it's just probably a collector's piece I'm just trying it to look will be here. a collector's car be loads of money 3.7 3. litre engine has been turned down from 572 horsepower to 542 seeing as the turbo's front drive shafts have been thrown in the bin the 992 is 70 kilos lighter than the turbo so the pretty power to weight pretty much evens out mm. um, so yeah. is it is it basically a 911 R no, with a turbo no, with a turbo no, 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 nowhere near a special. Nowhere near a special. It is, this it. is the collector's car. Yeah. So here we go. This is the topgear.com piece. Is it any good on the road? Yes, it's suited perfectly to the road and it isn't champing at the bit for a racetrack to let loose. Mm. The electronic is steering based off a 911 turbo and GTS work together. Where's the summary piece? Come on. <laughs> Come on. We do oh. this every week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Unprepared, useless. We're so prepared. Anyway, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you said. Yes, yes, we do. Uh, unfortunately, we struggle to get excited about new cars. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Eoin Coro, Eoin Coro, uh, E O I N C O R R O. Yeah, Owen Coro. Uh, I think. <laughs> Ian? I don't know. Have you ever had any weird or strange encounters with people slash fans whilst doing a video? Oh, every time I meet them. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. But we have had a few. That, mate. No, no, but you too, I'm sure. Like, I don't know if I'd call them any strange encounters. I'm sometimes surprised by where I encounter people <laughs> in terms of what, no, no, like, I mean, even just the other day when I was filming the F-Type driving to Belgium, I mentioned it, a guy in the M5 pulled in and he comes over and he sees a podcast listener. I'm yeah. like, oh my God, like, amazing. like that blows my mind. The one that really stands out to me of all of them was during Drive the World in Australia. We're two and a half weeks into that trip, something like that. And we were crossing the Nullarbor, which is this big expanse of nothingness. Mate, we are in the middle of the desert. We walk into this small town and literally a guy follows us through town to the hotel comes running over oh my god seen through glass no way Madness. and i was like that is yeah, that's that is a mad. joke yeah yeah um but i don't think i've had like i haven't had any creeps or any weirdos or i don't think i have that kind of audience i would love to have like women throwing underwear at me and stuff but it doesn't really happen does no. it no no well, do, do women followers you, you know what you say that our female demographic mate pretty two percent sure. no i think it's just gone up what, free? Yeah. <laughs> You've never had, like, you know, funny or weird interactions? Well, yeah, I have, but I don't really, don't really want to talk about them. I mean, I, I have. We'd have to be cruel. Well, that's the problem is I come you across as be. cruel. Yeah. Oh, no, it's gone down, mate. What is it? 1.4%. Yeah, it's tiny. It's, I think it's gone up on the main channel. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so well, do you want to move on? Cause I feel yeah, like you're I'd love awkward. to move yeah, on, yeah. yeah okay. Um, Julius Hammond, what's your driving trip essentials? A car. <laughs> <laughs> what's yours? Oh, I know what it is. 
You cannot believe he goes straight to Holland and Barrett, by the way. Whole Foods. And buy uh, Whole Foods, it's the same thing. And buys nuts for a monkey farm. <laughs> you cannot believe the amount of nuts. Mind you, I will say, them honey nuts that you bought on Melia Melia, they were the nicest <laughs> See? nuts. <laughs> See? Well, See? You, you knew how nice they were because you ate them all. <laughs> yeah, snacks. Snacks, 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 snacks. Snack, snack. And I said it in a piece of, especially the longer drives, and I feel like I've conditioned myself over the years for these longer drives. Yeah, snacks. Snacks, absolutely essential. And if you can, healthy snacks. Those Melia Melia ones were not healthy. Oh, but and so uh, one real essential for me is uh, Spotify. Spotify, yeah, yeah. Prefer, music, music, yeah, music, yeah. What do you listen to? All sorts, man. No, no, but just We've name had me this conversation before. Okay, but name me your favorite go-to because it's one of the questions actually. I was coming up who asked it. Yeah, the 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 go-to album. Oh, mate, I don't really listen to albums, but one that you would happen. It's Desert Island Disc, uh, Dire Straits. There you go. Yeah. Um. Okay. Da, 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 da. Thomas Vey 68 is the GT3 a keeper's car do you see yourself selling it in a year or two I don't know I'll be completely honest with you I, don't, I, no, I, I genuinely don't know like I would love to say it's a keeper forever but until I've lived with it I can't tell you like I I, I, I don't know I'm I'm specking it like it's a car that I'll keep forever I'm definitely not specking it for oh, a reason. I think you'll have it a while I, I would assume I'd have it a while um, if it was a touring I probably would say it would be a forever car um, I don't know why I say that over a wing car, but yeah, I mean, I would hope, I hope to keep it forever, but I just, well, I'll let you know. A year in, I'll let you know. Um, uh, Adam Coltman is, oh, uh, well, he said, what Rolex does Tony have? But I was going to, there's somebody else asked, are you into watches in general? Um, I've got a couple, but okay. I'm not, uh, I've got a couple, mate. You've got a couple. When was yeah. the first time you bought yourself a big watch, like a Spenny watch? Um... About 10 years ago. Was it for a particular occasion or reason? No, no, I just wanted a nice watch. Just wanted a nice watch. Went yeah. out and bought a nice watch. Yeah. Are you I've, a, had, I've had you, this watch 10 years. Are you a brand ho? That's a Daytona, right? Yeah. Are you a brand ho? I need like Rolex. Rolex. I've okay. got Cartier as well. Okay. But, Rolex, um, Cartier. Yeah. But, but the Cartiers, they sort of, unless they're right up in the market, in the, in the money, they tend to lose money like the normal watch. I haven't yeah. got a really expensive Cartier. It's like a dinner watch. Do you walk into a shop, have a browse and pick the one that catches your eye or do you go, oh, I prefer Daytona to a Sea Dweller type thing? Uh, no, I, I, yeah, there's, there are certain watches that I like. like and like I said, I've got like three watches, man. Yeah. It's not, yeah, uh, not, as long as I've got the, some people collect them and, you know, there's real investments and they spend hundreds of thousands of quid on them. It's a bit like having loads of cars you can only wear one at once yeah there's I mean. often a crossover i think between car guys and watch guys always uh, you know it's very similar sort of worlds. yeah and you're right tend to be clear i'm i'm not looking to collect watches i like watches and yeah. over time i i mean I, i'm the same i got three or four yeah um that seems kind of enough for me really. yeah and most of the time i'm wearing the casio these yeah days, so yeah, like, yeah. I, i'm definitely not a collector i just yeah. Just like them. Um, okay. Uh, somebody else had one of these. Um, will uh, Tim as Joachim, will the Povlog ever return? Ah, I never say never. It just when I make Povlogs these days, the majority of my audience go, what is this? Because I think my audience has grown so much since the days I used to do Povlogs, they kind of stick out like a sore thumb. And also I struggle to get surprised by what I see in and around London because social media is so prolific. Yeah. I feel like I know the cars that I'm going to see before I head out and I want it to be genuine excitement. You've so, already seen it, haven't you? Yeah. You've already seen it on social media, yeah. So never say never. There's but, that um, car again. Uh, it was Martin Down Under that was asking if you're into watches. Okay. Um, 
there was a great one. Ah, I like this question. Simon Somerset, greatest achievement to date for both Tony and Sam. I quite like that. What's, what do you consider your greatest achievement? <laughs> a building what I've got, mate. Full stop. Just where yeah, you I'm, are now. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of myself. You have to be proud of yourself because if you're not going to be proud of yourself, who else is going to be proud of you? So, yeah, just, just, just what I've achieved. Uh, 20 years ago, if someone said I'd achieved what I'd achieved now, I wouldn't have believed it. So I, I'm proud of myself, for Was sure. Was there ever, is there a moment that you can look back on yet and say that first year where we turned over X amount of money or that year that I moved into that unit or the year that we sold that many cars in a month or sorry, the time we sold that many cars. Is there any moment that you look back on and go, that, I like to think of that moment. That was a, a stepping stone. I'm not saying you're done because I think, you know. No, no, I'll never be done. I'll keep going. Yeah, hopefully there's lots more achievements ahead of us. Yeah, of course. Um... No, not really. I remember the I remember the sleepless nights and the worry. I don't get that anymore, luckily. Do you can you point to when they may have stopped? Um yes. I don't know an exact year, but when I stopped worrying about money. So basically. Yeah, so the, the muscle the business got to a point where they just become a point in my life where it's not really about money anymore i'll tell you when it probably was when i had my daughter okay probably five or six years ago i was trying to give you eyes you're gonna say that you probably should have said that she's your greatest achievement what but is your daughter yeah well no she 100 yeah. percent is yes. yeah, yeah 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 but i mean I, luckily I she meant- nor your partner listen so you're not gonna be in that much trouble no, but but i thought but yeah she's 100 i mean that just goes without saying mate but I thought he was talking about he might not even know I got a daughter. No, fair you know enough. I mean? No, he was talking about business. But. Yeah, yeah, from business point of view. But yeah, a achievement is it's always your children if, if you love them. Who was that tennis player the other day? Was it Djokovic? <laughs> I think when he won Wimbledon and Sue Bark, I think was interviewing him and trying to like point him to the things that he should be doing. Saying, and uh, would you like to say anything to your team? He was like, oh yes, uh, the team. Goes, and your wife what? on your oh. anniversary? Oh yes, my wife. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so uh, for me, drive the world. I do see it as an achievement, as in having done it and completed it. But I'm a bit the same as you. Like, I, I, I'm constantly like this. The, achieving the fact that I'm here is and it's an achievement. And yeah, I, of course. I keep pushing. So, yeah. I mean, there's certain moments, certain videos, certain things that I can point at. But fundamentally, um, just keep pushing on. Really. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Alex Campbell, 23. How do the ad timings work in YouTube videos? Oh, okay. Behind the scenes of social media. Um, I pointed this one out because I think just people still find a fascination with do, how yeah. YouTubers make money. Uh, basically, we have nothing to do with it within reason. So when we upload a video, especially we're talking about this podcast channel, I just hit monetize and I let YouTube do the rest. So they automatically place ads within the video in a way that they think will maximise monetization, but also engagement. So You can they, do it yourself, though? You can interject, and you can choose where to position those ads. Um, but if you want to maximise earning potential, let YouTube do it. And that may sound cruel to you as viewers or listeners. You might be thinking, oh, come on, Sam, interject. Like, but no, this is, this is a business. And, 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 and I am obviously trying to maximise profits from this content. You know, we don't do this 
for free. You consume it for free. Yeah. And therefore, unfortunately, it means you have to be subjected to advertisements. Yeah. Um, like the radio, mate. Like, like the radio, like TV, whatever yeah. it might be, you know. Uh, otherwise, you have to pay a subscription fee, which we don't want to introduce. Like Spotify. Pa- yeah, patrons very kindly support yeah. and they get ad-free content. Um, but uh, yeah, if you're going to watch it for free and consume it for free, then you have to uh, watch ads. And therefore, I trust YouTube because they have much cleverer computers and algorithms to figure out that ad placement than me going, oh, I'm going to put one in that break. I'm going to put one here. Mm. Uh, and the same if you're listening uh, I, I also I'm teamed up with Acast and they do exactly the same thing so yes uh, can you unmonetize if you I know why would you but can can you when you upload a video can you do it because well, yeah, the, the patrons consume it unmonetized right fair yeah fair fair, fair. Um, and you can you can unmonetize it but then why would you because it's a business <laughs> yeah. what's we, the point we, we wouldn't get paid it's not just a passion project <laughs> there's a lot of passion involved I love my job it is a job um uh Shane Evans, I quite like, or Sha- uh, oh no, Shaheen, Shaheen Evans, sorry, oh. Shaheen. If you were a car, what car would you be? One that's nutcase fast. Pista. No. Uh, yeah, because it's a nutcase car, that car. I think you're more TDF than Pista. Worse. Because you just want to kill everyone. Yeah, but no, wait a minute, mate. I, I can't be you that got, bad. You've got a bit of flair. You're loud. You're shouty. Yeah. But you're very good at certain things. And you just you just kill people left, right and centre. Really bad at some other things. <laughs> really? yeah. Exactly. So that TDF sums you up perfectly, mate. <laughs> All right, let's try and sum you up in the car then, because this will be quite fun. Um, what would be a good car for you? Aston. <laughs> Style, elegance, <laughs> barely ever working. Yeah. <laughs> Get everything wrong. Get everything wrong. <laughs> what dick. Um, okay. Could have been worse. I could have said McLaren. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what, I'm always on fire. Yeah. Um, speed machine. Where do you see seen through glass and behind the glass in five years time? Well, let's talk about behind the glass because we're here. Um, I think we've got big plans, right? I mean, we have. For, for sure, and this is nothing to go back to this break that you know we're going to be taking in the summer, as we always do. Mm-hmm. I I sort of do it. I do it on the main channel as well, and I've kind of just done it now. So off the back of all those big adventures uh, the last few months, which ended in Mille Emilia and then Festler Speed and British Grand Prix, I kind of slowed things down. So I've made I guess three or four videos. I had the V12 Vantage test drive and the F-Type reveal, the STO. And God, I'm forgetting something else, which is embarrassing, but they were sort of what I would call low paced videos yeah. um, just to allow myself to kind of refresh. And it means that I'm going into this next trip, super motivated. Like I'm really buzzing for this trip and how I'm going to capture it. And I needed that just to kind of relax. Cause after British Grand Prix, I basically didn't want to pick up a camera. I was, mm. I was creatively drained. And, you know, so that's why we're taking this break on the podcast. But I think in general, we're both super mate- motivated to we push are, the podcast yeah. forward. And yeah. it's purely the fact that we've both got such time demanding other job commitments commitments yeah that we aren't able to push it forward as fast as we would like no um you know the patrons are amazing at supporting us and helping to allow us to dedicate more time to this but so that you know on pure ad revenue and even the odd sponsorship we do it barely covers the cost after the patrons and especially the cost of our time so that's why you know things like we would firstly like to improve the amount of content we're putting out production quality, setting, the amount of live shows, yeah. the format, all these different things. And we have that in place, right? Yeah. It's just about implement time to implement it. Yeah, and us us being at different points of London, like Sam's at one point of London and I'm at the other point and, and we just don't spend enough 
time together to grow it. But hopefully we can make that happen at some point and then then you know you, there will be a growth but it is difficult because we're not always together and like Sam said we've got different commitments Sam's got his main channel I've got businesses to run so it is difficult but we will get there you know we will get there and yeah. I think you know for sure yeah you're right a, a sort of behind the glass HQ at some point could be could be amazing where we're sort of both spending more time but you know these are all things that we have to try and implement as well as you know maintaining a living so Rome wasn't built in a day mate yeah and the main channel's going nowhere. I mean, the main channel, you know, I think this year I'm in a much happier place with the main channel than I've ever been. Uh, I think you guys, I hope, are enjoying sort of quantity over quality and that will probably continue to be Because you got true. the wobble on a little bit on the main channel last year, didn't you? Yeah, well, last year you it was just dead. Out. Yeah. Just dead. I was out of love with it. I was demotivated by it. The algorithm went against me. I was sort of chasing my tail. I didn't really know what worked, what didn't work. Yeah. And I just took a bit of a breather. And, and as I said, at the start of the year, when, well, I'm just going to make the content I want to make, really focus on quality, really focus on stories, really just the stuff that I always wanted to make. Yeah. And I, should, I shouldn't have been messing around. And I'm, I'm happier. I'm way more motivated. I'm enjoying it a lot more. And the feedback I see from all of you suggests it's going down well. And yeah. so if anything, I want to implement that even further. Because, you know, that I say the last few weeks when I've made these kind of like stopgap videos, which I'm still pleased and proud of, and I still put effort into, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, even further, I want to push and go, okay, well, just if I need to take two, three weeks off, I take two, three weeks off, just as long as the actual content I'm always putting out is as strong as it can be, the best content yeah. that I could ever make. Um, that's at least the thought. Um, okay, great as a Um Where was this? No, don't see a question there. How'd you put up with Tony? I don't know. Um, how do I, you're lucky you're not in my head. <laughs> Imagine that. How, how do you put up with Tony? Yeah, how do I put up myself? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Tony's already touched on how much drama is there between fellow UK YouTubers. <laughs> I joke. Really boringly, unlike the Americans, there's basically none. I mean, I kind of wish there was some. I feel like we should start some. Let's just start slagging off Paul more and more often, I think. Well, no, he, he wouldn't care less. If he, no, if he wouldn't know. Basically, vert, he wouldn't understand. He doesn't even know anything about his own channel. Reese and Peas. Oh, like Rice and Peas, but Reese and Peas. Uh, if you won the Euro Millions jackpot, would you continue to create on YouTube? I.e., would you continue to run your dealership? Would your life change if you just won like somebody did? Did you hear? 195 million. I would... I know this sounds absolutely ridiculous, but I'd keep working, mate. Would you change would you? anything, though? Yeah, of course. What would you change? Uh, I would... Um, I'd build a bigger dealership because mm-hmm. money wouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, um, I'd do other things that I still want to do, but obviously that's obviously governed by money and mm-hmm. I'm still waiting so if I had 190 million, I'd obviously fast track that. I wouldn't really like, I wouldn't go out and buy like boats and helicopters and stuff. I'm not really like, wouldn't. my life wouldn't actually change that because I'm really happy with my life. I'm happy sure. with what I built. Um, but yeah, I definitely wouldn't stop working. I, I wouldn't be one of them people that, that, I mean, I don't know, mate, because I've not got 191 million quid, but in my head now, I wouldn't, I'd yeah, carry on. I would carry on. For I'd, sure. YouTube videos would suddenly look like grand tour videos and maybe I'd have some cooler cars in the garage and maybe a, a better studio, but I'm de- I would definitely keep, keep I'm the same. I, I, I enjoy my life. I enjoy what I'm doing. I would just, yeah. I would just probably improve certain elements yeah. fi- financially. Yeah. Um, okay. So just quitching for the last few questions, just to uh, YouTube, some came through. Um, 
Some of these have been repeated, but uh, we'll jump in. Greg S., looking back by 10 or 15 years, what's the biggest automotive advancements you would have experienced? Or I guess he's saying what is... I don't really understand the question, but I, I would say for me, it's it's the improvement of automatic gearboxes. Yeah. Sort of F1 tech, PDK and things like that and, and flappy paddles in front. Like if you think about early Top Gear content with flappy paddles and F1 shift in a 360 Challenge Stradale compared to uh, whatever, a Pista. Well, we know where this all started from. McLaren, basically. It, well, no, actually, uh, like early PDK Porsches probably and... and early DSG stuff and then the supercar world I think McLaren we said this before I think it was McLaren that really shook it up and obviously the 458 sorry okay in general development in general development that's when it really really started to take hold but as a one bit of tech start stop (laughs) Apple CarPlay this is a weird question I don't think one that I expect you to answer Please, can you ask Tony what margin do dealers usually have when selling a used car? It's a bit like going into a supermarket and saying, hey, mate, what margin have you got on that milk? It's, uh, I can answer that oh, question. Okay, fair I, can, I, I, can I thought answer that was it. a very personal question. Apparently it, not. It, it, it is, it, it, well, it all depends. There's no set margin. No. We all have a, it's like in, in any sales, you all have a start margin of where you'd like to be. But if the car don't sell or you've had to give more for it than what you want to give for it, but you want to own it, the margins are different, mate. In, in and also, you can't... Right across the board. It, you can't say, all right, it's a 100 grand car, they've got 10% margin, and so you're going to go in and kick them in the bollocks and say, well, I know you've only got, you paid 90 grand for that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. These are all businesses. But it's, it's, irrelevant, it's irrelevant anyway, because if the dealer didn't, don't want to sell to you at that, you can... Mm-hmm. you can Listen, because of the, in, the internet's done us all a favour as dealers, because... I can't remember the last time, even pre-COVID, that I give big money off a car because the internet's the audience. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're you're only ringing me because my car's competitively priced. Everything's about price. Specs obviously fairly important, but at the end of the day, it's price. So no one's ringing me up nowadays, and even if they do, I tell them to go away, uh, uh, offering me thousands of pounds off because I just don't. I'll wait for the next bloke. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It's not a thing anymore. I I can see that. Yeah. Um. John Keenan, I'm going to correct you on your point here. You went, love the Mila Mila vlogs, but if you're both honest, those slow special stages in the heat in a fast car, they must have been a complete pain. They made the event. They absolutely made the, the event. The special stages are what it's all about. They're the when we're really part. interacting. Really you know, into yeah. it, competitive, had something to do. One million percent, the best part. Yeah. I would go back and do a competition rally that was <laughs> smaller just to do the, the fun special yeah. stages. I really enjoyed that yeah. part. Um, okay uh, da, 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 da. what car has Tony sold the most of oh. Oh. do you think you'd you chart that um, I can tell you what I've sold a lot of or what we do sell a lot of um, it's a lot of M2s or M2 comps uh, it's a lot of hot hatches in general uh, SUVs very common for us there's no specific car mm-hmm. but just knowing what's in my head. I mean, I for the last few years, especially since I've been on social media, I've tried to keep the stock very consistent in what I sell because you, the audience, know what I sell now. So, And as well, I, I buy stuff from social media. So what I buy is what I sell. So I've always tried to keep it at the same level. But yeah, all, all that sort of stuff, really. It's flying out. Yeah. 
Um, I'm going to pick one more. There are so many. Thank you so much for all of you that submitted oh, questions. Yeah, yeah, there's thousands of them. But um, sit here all day. You have the chance to drive a race car for one day. You don't have to pay anything. The car will be in perfect shape. Which would you pick? <sighs> I, I'm going to say, except a Formula One car. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I mean, you wouldn't be able to drive a Formula One car flat. Well, I did. <laughs> well, you did. It was a restricted one, but okay. Every time we say this. I I I will go um a um a nine eleven R the the Le Mans car the R, is it yeah. RSR yeah, yeah an RSR car okay yeah I could see in that I went at uh, Zolder there was a GT three Club Sport the nine nine two yeah. GT three bloody hell, that thing yeah. was quick uh, I of course are going to go something from like Goodwood Revival, so I would jump okay. in a two fifty competizione or okay. you know something something old, run, run, run round faster, probably. But you'd have a good, <laughs> have a good time doing it while I'm doing. And um, if you run round, you'd get all the way round as well. You'd probably get halfway round in one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Not if you're a pro driver like me. Uh, anyway, we'll wrap things up there. As I say, I know that we could go on for hours, and I'm sure many of you will want us to. There are lots, lots of questions. Maybe we'll do another one of these towards the end of the summer before our big break. Just a quick reminder mm. about that one more time. Um, but we hope you've enjoyed the episode. Uh, give it a thumbs up here on YouTube if you're watching. Make sure to subscribe and turn on notifications so you don't miss future episodes. Uh, if you want to follow Tony, he's at Tony Gravelwood Car Sales on most social media platforms. And I'm at Seen Through Glass on most social media platforms. We'll be back with you for another episode next week. Bye-bye. See ya. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 